So on today's episode of Taking Care of Business, we're going to talk about the JLT and Nikhil rebrand, which is quite a big one. New people moving to Dubai versus new buildings and bonds versus buying, which a lot of people have said to me recently, why should I invest in a property versus investing in a 6, 7, 8% fixed yield that they're being offered? And then we'll also discuss some of the top performing areas in Dubai. So welcome to my brother. Hello, everyone. I think my brother. D- DNA. We're not a D- we have a DNA test. Listen, Weather. look at the size of us. Five foot nine versus six foot four. Six foot five, 195 centimetres to be exact. Big old unit. Uh, and also, the big thing in the news, it's nearly Christmas. What's your favourite song? Mine is, do they know it's Christmas time no. at all? So my favourite song. Wait, wait, wait. Dun, 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 Lovely. My favourite one is with my girls is, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. We got the... But I went like the town. Yeah, we wouldn't like make it through town. the first round of X Factor. You wouldn't, I would. Tell us what's going on then. Get some of the talking points you've got today, which will probably be one of our final podcasts of, of 2022. Yeah. So I think the big thing to talk about is uh, just on high down level, Dubai's performance. Over 30 billion dirhams of property value have transferred in the last 30 days, which means transferred completed sales. Big, big, big number. So what that basically means is a 51% increase versus last November yeah. in total transactions. So 10,500 transactions took place in Dubai in November 2022. 30 billion dirhams of uh, transa- transactions. What about breakdown in apartment splits of how that all worked out? So Bear seven- with us, uh, the Allsop and Allsop uh, head of coffee is bringing our <laughs> coffee. Thank you so much. Do you want to wave to the fans? Let them know. There you go. Uh, the beauty of doing live, uh, live videos. So 7,800 apartments were transacted in November, 917 villas. That is low, by the way. So I think that is actually a drop in terms of last year by a substantial amount. Definitely. And what, one of the things we were talking about off camera was uh, plans for next year. Lewis and I are looking at increasing our office space across Dubai. And what's really shocked us was the lack of commercial Purchases, premises yeah. being bought. There's 261 commercial properties. I mean, if you talk about commercial property, obviously we're going through this as a business at the moment where, you know, we're eyeing up potentially our next growth phase, where is our office going to be um, and how are we going to invest into it? I mean, if you look at a fit out of, let's say a 13,000, 14,000 square foot, you're talking 5 million for a fit out minimum. And then if you're buying an office, you're talking 8, 10, 12, 15 million. So the investment in an office is massive. And this is the problem why I think a lot of people don't purchase. Businesses move so quick and the growth of their speed of growth and the location they're involved in, it can change so quickly. And this is one of the main reasons we've never invested in commercial really, isn't it? Because we move so quick. And also, it's also the concern of re- resaleability. But I think that's soon changing. I think you were talking to someone earlier this week where there is a severe lack of availability in prime locations for properties available today for rent in offices. A lot of them are occupied, tenanted for, for long periods. Well, this stat goes in, obviously helpful and, and in hand with uh, talking about the people versus property dilemma that Dubai is facing. I've been on the news recently and uh, a bit of PR talking about Dubai and saying that forget buying, forget selling, just talk about people moving to the country. If they say, 
there's a 5% increase in the population. Well, that's 180,000 people have moved to the city. And we're handing over 27,000 properties. That's including commercial, it's including villas, including apartments. We're wildly, wildly undervalued now, the understocked. And the other thing to consider is a minority of them is going to be offices. So when do you think we'll, we, we may see an oversupply? Because obviously a lot of these properties that are handing over at the moment, mm. 27,000, probably a similar number next year, maybe a little bit more. 40,000 is projected next year. We're probably still seeing the lag of COVID where a lot of buildings stopped during that time, then yeah. three, four, five months. When do you think we'll get to a point where we'll be handing over too many? Like three years, four years? Probably longer. And I'll tell you my theory behind it. I think you've got to consider that Dubai has this entrepreneurial spirit. When the rest of the world is up shit creek, you've then got Dubai that has opened the golden visas and businesses to open and uh, tax-free havens for people. And what you can see is that people are moving here en masse at the moment compared to the rest of the world. So if people keep moving here, they have to keep building. And I just don't think they're launching at the pace to keep it with demand. You look already, everything that's launched is pretty much sold if it's in a prime development and an okay um, payment plan. So I think the next five years or so, we will be able to keep pace because if Dubai dramatically drops in new residents down to 27,000, we'll still only be even. Very much so. So it's an interesting one. Okay, so Dubai has recently been ranked one of the highest spending areas by tourists in the world. So according to Gulf Tourism, there was just shy of 30 billion in international visitors spending last year, and it's overtook Doha and uh, London in the top three cities. So uh, a lot of people coming to Dubai, a lot of people spending money in Dubai. It's because it's so week. expensive here, that's why. I'll have a steak, please. That's 800 pounds. Thank you so I've much. I've seen something on, uh, on the radio, I heard something on the radio the other day. So, so there was a, a restaurant here where there was a bill for 615 thousand dirhams in a state restaurant. Is that you? No, definitely not me. Yeah, it's like, come to Dubai, bring a credit card. That's what it should It's say. gold steak and you'll be 20,000 dirhams for gold steak. I mean, look, no matter how you spin it, Dubai isn't cheap. Um, take the rent out of the equation. Let's talk as a resident. Let's say a beer now is what, 40 dirhams? Do you know what? Dubai's not cheap. The world's not getting no, cheap. No, of course. But let's say a beer's, beer's 40 dirhams. Yep. That's £9 a pint. Yep. If you go for a steak, you're probably paying for an okay steak. What, £60, £70 for an okay steak? Yep. Unless you want to go hardcore and join your friends with the 600,000 dirham bills. <laughs> um, everything is just expensive. But I suppose you're paying... It's a bit like a property. You are paying for the location, aren't you? You're paying for what Dubai is. And Dubai is a super high-end, super luxurious tourist destination. So... It doesn't surprise me. I don't think it's possible to do Dubai cheap if you want to do the new end of Dubai. Now, if you want to go to Ravi's, which, by the way, is an old-school, amazing Indian, yeah. you can, and you can do Dubai down the other end. But if you come into the new end of Dubai, you've got to bring some money with you. <laughs> or you can spend 120 dirhams and get a couple of Happy Meals oh and, uh, and uh, on delivery. I'm sure Happy Meals, by the way, for £20 for two is still expensive. Yeah, it's still expensive. <laughs> So what else has happened in the news at the moment in Dubai property in Dubai property market? Obviously, we're, we're, we're approaching a year where news tends to get a little bit slower. We're gearing up for lots of new laws coming into next year. Yeah. We've got the, the big one for me is the rebrand. Have you seen the rebrand? Yes. Uh, so JLT, community in Dubai, rebranded its community, its, its logo. Um, shall we say... Uh, disco. Different is the word. Disco. Modern disco. Like house disco. Like vocal like Head Candy 2011. I'm not the biggest fan, I must be honest. I like, for me, like branding, I like simplicity. Yeah. I think it's lots of 
different and weird and wonderful things going on well, there. But I mean, if you, just to describe it to you, I'm just going to pull it up on here. Uh, it's purple background, yellow, and it's like different shapes. Half circle, half knife looking. Yeah. Then half rectangles, like half. Re- it's just a little bit. It's edgy. Now I'm trying to work out what the meaning of symbolism is. Is it because JLT's got these different clusters and these are clusters? Maybe I, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to call it modern funk as well. <laughs> <laughs> modern funk. Like, we'll, we'll let the JLT directors know our opinion on that. They probably know a lot more about marketing than us, but yeah, it's different. Um, okay, so away from branding, I'm going to bring up a point that someone I had. I'm going to call it a mini argument slash conversation I had on LinkedIn. I'm going to talk Debate. to you about it argument <laughs> uh, we were talking about um bonds versus buying now this is an interesting one that it's probably going to go a little bit in depth where if you have any want or need to invest into property this is or to invest your money in any way shape or form this is one where you probably need to zone in on so conversation i had was this guy put on his linkedin saying i've cashed out all of my money from dubai mm-hmm. my properties the market's going to crash. Everyone's going to die. He didn't say everyone's going to die, but no, no. no. But we will all die at some point. You know that, don't you? <laughs> you, just broke, you just broke the news to me. So, it's very sad. <laughs> Thought hearing Santa's not, Santa's Sorry, not real. He's real. <laughs> Santa is real. Santa is real. Don't say that. Kids are listening to this. So this guy said he's selling all his assets and he's putting it into a bond. Okay. And that bond is going to pay an 8% per year. And he thinks that is better than buying a property. You can imagine me, I've literally started typing immediately. What is your opinion, before I go into my educational piece to anyone listening, what's your opinion on buying a bond versus a property? How do you differentiate? Well, look, you look at the returns right now, mm-hmm. bonds are more appealing. Okay. Right now. Wow. However, the biggest difference with owning a property is there is very, very little movement up or down on, particularly in Dubai anyway, in terms of yield. So typically you'll be, be anywhere between what, five, seven and a half percent per year, yeah. maybe a little bit more depending on what you aim for. Yeah. The difference is with property is there's value built up over the years. So you actually want, you know, every year you're, you're generating a return. You're also either paying off a mortgage or you're benefiting from appreciation of property values. and. I think we're likely to see more appreciation in Dubai next couple of years, which bonds don't do. Correct. They may offer you a return, but they won't offer you the upside of property values increasing. The counter argument could be, oh, well, what if property prices go down? The indicators we see on the ground is that even despite interest rates going up, we don't expect property prices to go down. At the very least, we expect them to kind of stabilize. Okay. So this is where I was at. So okay. it's good to hear everyone's point of view on it. I am of the opinion that if you are trying to invest into a bond versus a property, you do not understand money. This is my honest opinion. So I'm going to tell you my opinion on bonds versus money so you understand where we're at. So if you're sitting at the moment with 200,000 dirhams in the bank and you say, cool, I'm going to get that money and I'm going to put it into a bond and that bond is going to pay me 8% per year of 200,000 dirhams. Would you tell me the mathematics, 8% of 200,000? You are looking at... Yeah, 16,000. I have them out of there. Yeah, I need calculator. I'm old. You could be calculator. So you're getting 16,000 dirhams of 200,000 dirham down payment, which gets you 8% of your 200,000. And that's how bonds work. You'd invest into this bond where they were guaranteed to receive that much money, which is great. But is 16,000 dirhams going to change anybody's life? Definitely not. 
So why do people choose properties over bonds? And this is massive, and this is where a lot of people make the money. First of all, and the biggest word, leverage. Leverage is everything when it comes to investing in property. So we're going to use the exact, exact same example. We get a 200,000 dirham money a deposit, and we're going to buy a house. That house is worth 1 million with 20% down. 20% of 1 million is? 200,000. 200,000. So the same amount of money is being used for the bond versus the property purchase. Okay, everyone should be there with that. So that 200,000 dirhams, if you get on your million dirham purchase an 8% increase in value, just an 8% increase in value, you get 80,000 on top of your rental income. Meaning that, let's say for instance, you get 80,000. 80,000 of 200,000 down payment, you're nearly at 60%. I'm going to chuck a counter argument then. Go which ahead. I read the, 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 the post. Yep. So someone said, well, what about you paying transfer fees, mm -hmm. commission, all of a sudden, then your return becomes less. I agree, but let me counter attack that for you. You Let's say you've got a bond. Yep. Okay, and this is why we love this. You're celebrating your 8% yield. Yep. Yeah. Where do you live? You live in rented. So if you live in rented, your 8% is probably 1%, and you're renting. My house that I own, I'm not paying any rent, I'm paying towards myself, and it's got movement value. It's a good job I live in rented, then, isn't it? <laughs> it's a very good job. So if you want to know about bonds and property and the difference between them both, in basic terms, you can leverage your money to buy a house at 20% down payment of the whole value, and you receive profit on the value of the house, not the down payment. So you can receive Again, using the 8% of 200,000 as a bond, or you can get 8% of a million, which is 80,000. You're nearly tripling the amount of money that you can make just buying a property. Next week, we are expecting a, another Fed meeting. So basically, the bank in the US to determine fiscal policy, and we are expecting a, another rate rise. Please stop this now. My mortgage is gone up 33%. I just let everyone know that. Yeah, mine's it's very expensive. Actually. Not good. But there is good news. Okay, so for, Help me. for the last three to four months, there have been consecutive rate rises of three quarter of a percent. It looks likely from the commentary we're hearing that it will be the first slowing of rate rises Please. to most likely half a percent. We are expecting more rate rises next year. However, in Dubai specifically, rents are rising at a rapid rate, rate rent rate. Rapid rent, renting rate and rate. <laughs> rapid rate. rate. So what that basically means is, yes, it's more expensive to borrow money. Yeah. However, it's even more expensive to rent at the moment. Rents have gone up 50, 60, 70% and, you know, interest has gone up 3%. So even when interest rates going up, you still don't win. I mean, if you go back three years ago, it was free to rent money, to, to rent money, to borrow money, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um, you go to a bank and they charge 0.2% to lend money, which is just mental. That's how you could, that's how one of the reasons the property market, you know, exploded. You know, people were borrowing money for nothing. Just so you understand the, the, the damage that interest does do, that banks have to make money on interest. If you're paying 5% interest, my mortgage rate is 5.03% is what I pay based on what it is. If you do that over 20 years, you are paying the whole value, because it's 5% a year, over 20 years, I mean the whole value of that your property value or loan amount in interest. So when you're paying it back, you're doubling the amount that you're paying in interest. Do you know what's crazy? So I bought my first house when I was 18. 30 years ago. 
how, how long was that ago? 18. Yeah, so, 20 years ago. 20 years, yeah, nearly 20 years ago. So, first answer was 18. The mortgage interest rate then was 7%. 18 years ago, 20 wow. years ago. So it was like, money's still cheaper than it was 15, 20 years ago. So don't be scared by rate, rates going up or property prices going down. If you're living in Dubai and you plan to stay in Dubai, there's a good chance you probably won't look at what your house is worth month to month because you're enjoying where you live. I, I have no relevance to my house value. Yeah. People tell me, do you want to sell it? I don't want to sell it because my home. And I just know that when you buy a house, once you get past the deposit payment, it just becomes a repayment, like a rent, doesn't it? And it's just, you you know how much you're paying every month. It's irrelevant and you either can way. enjoy it more. You know, the, the difference between buying living and renting is you spend, spend a bit of money in your house, make it feel a bit more like home. So, yeah. Okay, so the last to- topic for our podcast today. England are playing France, and by this time this podcast is out... It's coming out. Might be coming Well, out. this is the question I've got for you. I'm flying to Qatar. You're going to a kid's play instead of coming to Qatar with me. Family first. Tough choices. Okay, so my question to you is, what is the final score going to be of France-England? I'm going to tell you first mine. Okay. 3-1 to France, unfortunately. I said the exact same thing. Did you really? I think it will be going home to France, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong. I'm going home. (laughs) So it'll be a long, long plane journey to you. Before we wrap up. 45 minutes. I was a football manager on 45 minutes. Oh, lovely. I see some of the news the other day, and I've got my notes here to talk about, which we are self... Uh, claimed Tesla fanboys. Would you agree with that? Well, we don't we, drive them anymore, we but we love Tesla, don't we? We do love Tesla. Did you see last week the first ever semi-truck being delivered to Pepsi at the first Tesla semi-truck? One seat, loads of screens around them, and basically they're delivering items. Yeah, but someone drives it, yeah? Someone drives it, but it's like so screens it's all the way around it's technically an electric uh, pick- delivery, uh, truck. delivery truck. Yeah. Holidays are coming. Is it going to be oh, that one? Called, you're the big, called, you're the big red Pepsi, one. Though. No, it's Coca-Cola. No, but Pepsi are the, the, the oh, first fans. Pe- Pepsi's a poor man's um, Coca-Cola. So, going green. And there was actually something in the news the other day about buildings being rated okay. in Dubai, about how green each building is, and the big focus on the green element and what materials Rate my building.com. Basically that, yeah. Well, I really hope you enjoyed our relevant information on <laughs> Pepsi-Cola and RateMyBuilding.com, and uh, we'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye.